Hey there, welcome to the Home with Havila podcast. I'm Ben Cunnington, and we are so excited that you're here. Wherever you're tuning in from, uh, we just are so grateful. Whether you are in the United States or halfway around the world, wherever you're listening, we just want to say thank you. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, um, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. We are in the middle of a short little mini-series called I Dream Big. It's going to be a five-part series, but that is part of a larger Bible study that Havila released earlier this year, January 2023, called I Dream Big. It's a 20-day Bible study. So we're taking just a couple of weeks here to give you a snapshot of what's inside that study. Uh, They're really short teachings, about 10 to 12 minutes each. So we are tuning in for that. So last week was part one of that series, and this week is part two, and we are going to be focusing on dreams revealed through pain, and this is going to be a good one. Uh, Some of the themes that Havel is going to hit on is how God's glory is revealed in the story of your pain and triumph. Um, You know, God will give you a dream in the moment of pain, and that dream um, is actually God uses your pain to help others in the very same place that you struggled at. And then, you know, quite honestly, God wants to partner with you in the struggle to redeem your story. And really, our dreams are often the roadmap to our own freedom. So if you feel like God is stirring up a dream inside of you um, that's not by accident. Uh, We are so excited for the series, so why don't we tune in here to, this is actually um, day seven of the Bible study, I Dream Big. Um, So let's jump in, Dreams Revealed Through Pain. This is the Bible study to discover your purpose, break out of disappointment, and chase dreams God's way. We're talking about dreaming big, We talked about the first week was all about the elements of a God dream. And then this week is deciding and deciphering what dreams God has put within you and how to discover them. Like we're really getting into the the nitty gritty of it, okay? So pull out your Bible. And I I would turn to Jeremiah 29, 11 for a minute. Um, Again, we're kind of landing in Romans 8. We're talking about Abram's story. You can spend your time going back through and finding Abraham's story and reading all about him this, this next couple days. Uh, but I really want to take some key elements. So today we're going to talk about dreams revealed. Yesterday was dreams revealed in our encounter. Today is dreams revealed in our pain. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, I remember in my life when this scripture became really, really evident in my life. You see, I was a, I've been a church girl for a long time and I gave my life to Christ. I was really radically saved at 17 and I gave him everything, my whole heart, my whole life. And I've never regretted that decision. Like that's been the best decision of my life. And I really gave him everything. And I waited for the right person that God gave, sent me to marry. And I waited, I served my church. I did all the right things, right? The things that I wanted to do, but I knew that they were according to what God had for me. And when I had my second son, Hudson, um, I thought it was just uphill from here. And everything came to a crashing halt when I was sitting at a pediatric appointment. And the pediatrician said to me, I think you're dealing with postpartum depression. 
Now you need to understand that back in the day, like this is almost 15 years ago, we didn't use the word depression and Christian in the same language. Thank God we're getting freer, right, as a community. But back in the day, we didn't do that. And so when they said it to me, I was so much in pain that usually I would have deflected and said, I don't have any depression, stop it. But it wasn't. I actually felt for the first time freedom. Like, wow, you see me, you see what's going on and I might be able to get help. So that took me on a journey to going into Christian counseling and beginning to unpack my life and figure out really some things that I had maybe decided were right, but weren't serving me. They were ideas of being the good girl and doing the right things were kind of gonna set me up rather than living with the present leading and a vulnerability to my life. And I remember there was a day when the Holy Spirit, after I had gone through full like healing and I was living my best life and I actually had postpartum two more times with the next two boys. And I had a plan, I had a doctor, I had my medication, I knew exactly what I needed to do to get free. And then the Holy Spirit came knocking and he said, Havala, when are you gonna tell the world about your postpartum? And I was like, well, God, you know, I, I'm not depressed now, I'm fine now. And you know, I'm not the postpartum girl. I don't know why I need to share that. And he, he began to talk to me and he said, you know, Havala, people can relate to your victories, but they will relate way more to your pain. They'll relate way more to the places of, the dark places in your life, not just to like, wallow in the dark places, but to show them that you can go to really dark places and still climb back out. So I went on a journey with him, began to really talk to him about what does that mean? And he said, well, I remember one time I told him, why didn't you just deliver me? I mean, you know, I believed you, you know that I love you. Like, why didn't you just like, I know you could say the word and I could be healed. And he said, well, I could do that. And it would save one that would save you. But if I slowly allowed you to climb out of pain, have a roadmap to pain, to getting free from pain, then every time you found yourself in that dark place, you would have the steps to getting free, but also you would have the steps for your generation to getting free. Can I just stop you right where you are, wherever you are? Listen, the pain that you're in, pain doesn't always have a purpose unless you give it a purpose. And part of that purpose is you, just, you deciding that I'm gonna put purpose to this pain and I'm gonna outline what it looks like to get free. If you are not free yet, then you fight. Fight hell to get free. I'm telling you, get free. You're allowed to fight hard. You don't have to just surrender to what your parents' pain was, your generational pain, or maybe whatever's happened to you. It doesn't have to be the end of your story. You don't have to live like this forever. You can take it and flip it and turn it for what the enemy meant for evil. God will turn it for good, the Bible says, but you've got to participate with him. So why am I talking about this? Because God's dream in your life is often revealed in your points of pain. They really are. And I don't like it. I know you don't like it. We don't have to like it, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. You see, it takes courage to finally say, this was a painful part in my story, whether it's abuse, neglect, physical pain, whatever it is in your life. Um, and it takes courage to say, you know, God was in it and I'm not denying it. It's actually part of my story. You see, God's dream is to partner with you in the struggle. He wants to see you free and redeem the moment in time. So I wanna read from page 83 of the book. It says, God's glory will be revealed in your story of pain and triumph. Uh, you don't like it, but the truth is, sometimes you have to look at the most painful parts of your story to see God was at work. The times of crisis, heartache, grief, are the places God holds his promise. Remember Abraham? 
He's a childless in a world where having children is your claim to fame. He prayed, he cried, struggled, believed, gave up. And at that moment, God gives a promise. Abraham's pain reveals the promise. It's one thing to believe God for a day. It's entirely different to believe him for a lifetime. God wants to use Abram and Sarah's pain to fortify hope in their promise. They gain tools for their struggle. It was not in vain. Nothing was wasted because dreams are roadmaps to freedom for ourselves and for others. You can find yourself between a rock and a hard place in areas of deep pain and crisis. You don't have to read much about the Israelite story to understand it's a theme throughout the Bible. You can get stuck in the in-betweens, crying all the tears you can cry, praying all the prayers you can pray, and God will give you a dream in the moment of your pain. It's in that moment God will use everything, those that those called according to his will, that you will find deep abiding peace. So God's glory will be revealed in your pain and also your triumph, both those areas. So I want to remind you of five key points today. Number one, God's glory will be revealed in your story of pain and triumph, not either or, but both. Secondly, God wants to partner with you in the struggle and redeem your story. Secondly, or thirdly, dreams are roadmaps to your freedom. That's what it looks like. And you can remind yourself of that freedom. Fourth, God will use everything, including pain, because he's called you according to his will, the Bible says. And then lastly, God has been revealing himself to you throughout your whole life, even in the dark places. So if you have your book, go ahead and jump into the read section and do a little bit more. And here's how we're going to respond today. I know I sound very positive. I Trust me, we could spend an entire study on pain. Oh, wait, we did. I do hard things. Jump in and find that study if you're in that place of pain. There's no judgment. You're allowed to be in pain and you need to really give yourself time to heal through pain. And I spent an entire study, entire book on doing hard things. So go back there and get that book as well if that's where you're at. So we've done this before, but I want us to look at a few areas of forgiveness that will help us in getting to freedom in our life. So forgiveness does not mean that what they did to you was right. It doesn't mean that they get off scot-free. It doesn't mean that you give up all your rights, but unforgiveness does a lot of harm to us. It harms us, it hurts us, it binds us into a prison of torment to what has been done to us or the disappointment of what's happened to us. It often causes bitterness, hatred, and anger, and it blocks the fullness of God in your life. So what happens when we extend forgiveness? This is really important today. First, you get to step out of the way and let God have a direct line in that person's life. Second, it means that you are relieved of the burden that you've been carrying for this situation in this moment. It frees you from the prison of torment. It closes the door that allows the enemy to have access to you. And it allows you to say, I choose to give grace. I choose to let that person, give that person into God's hands. I am not going to be their judge. So let me ask you a question. What promise has God given to you in the middle of your pain? I want you to journal that today. What's the promise that he's given you in the middle of your pain? And then secondly, how does it link to helping others? Maybe even outline, here's the five areas of pain that I've experienced. For me, dyslexia. I write books and help people that feel like they're lost in church. Uh, postpartum, I help people understand that you can actually battle depression and anxiety and be free. Whatever it is and roadmap that, it's very, very important that you see it and you identify it. Also, like we talked about yesterday, 
Put it on your timeline. We talked about the encounters. Take that timeline back out and put the moments of pain and maybe link it to the freedoms or even the healing journey that you're on in that area to see freedom. All right, you guys, tomorrow we're gonna jump into the third, the third description of your God dreams and where God is really speaking to you about his dream for your life in your story. All right, I hope you enjoyed part two of our I Dream Big series here on the podcast. Um, such a great teaching and just a, an amazing study. Uh, I love it. And if you want to learn more and go a little bit deeper in this study, you can always pick up the book. It's not available on Amazon or at our store uh, at truththetable.com. So take a look at that. We will pick up in part three of the study right here on the podcast next week. So make sure you tune in. If you're not subscribed already, uh, hit the subscribe button so you get notified as soon as the next episode is published and live. And uh, if you love this podcast, would you take just a second and rate it? Give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And maybe take a screenshot, share it on social media. Just let us know. Tag Havala Cunnington. And let her know you're listening. And um, we're going to be doing some really cool stuff coming up here in the month of February and beyond on the podcast. So you will not want to miss anything. So stay tuned. We always appreciate you listening. And thanks so much. And we will see you next time. Mm